The House of Hades, Chapter 1, Hazel. During the third attack, Hazel almost ate a boulder. She was peering into the fog, wondering how it could be so difficult to fly across one stupid mountain range. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. House of Hades slay. <laughs> Hazel back slay. Literally, I opened oh. this book, I was like, yes. I was so excited. I know the second I was like, Hazel POV chapters are back. I am living. Yeah. Living. Um, Ava, Neve, how are we this week? It feels like eons since we've recorded and oh. since we've had all three of us. Yeah. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. This is a new development. Um, no, yeah. I finally finished my marathon work for the summer. Um I'm very sad that it ended because I, I love the community and my coworkers a lot. Um, but, you know, I feel like that's how it always is with this specific job. But I, I can now actually get sleep, um, which is crazy and insane. And I'm not averaging three hours a night anymore. And, um, yeah, but tomorrow I, I head off to visit my grandparents and cousins and aunt and uncle in Oregon. And I'm so because first of all, Oregon is beautiful. I haven't been there in like over 10 years. But second of all, I can't wait to see those people. Um, so I'm just good. I, I, I have to pack. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of thriving. I have been... Um, okay, so like I started The X-Files and I really, really um, I really, really do. But I still haven't finished the season of Drag Race, so I must. I simply must. I'm, I have to do that before I... I'm literally, like, five episodes behind. It's really bad. Um, I don't know how this became me talking about TV, but I guess I just haven't, like, talked in a minute. Um, but, yeah, that's how, I'm, that's how I'm doing. I'm... Yeah, I'm alive again. Um, I'm okay. I'm going to take this opportunity to talk to a new audience that isn't my mom about everything that has been not everything. The one thing that has been stressing me out, which is moving to college. I have never been more stressed about going back to college in my entire life. I have so much job, all that I voluntarily signed up for and actually really gun for and want to do. However, I am so scared. I'm going to mess them up. <laughs> like literally terrified. And, um, yeah, August sipped away like a bottle of wine. I cannot believe it's already fucking August. Um, I have literally 10 days to pull my entire life together and then go lead an entire building of resident advisors. So <laughs> doing great. Very nervous about that. Also, I kind of, not, not that anyone likes their restaurant job, but I like don't hate it. And I'm kind of sad that I'm going to have to say goodbye to the two friends that I've made there and be like, hopefully you're here during winter break. But yeah. So I've been stressing about those two things a lot recently, but otherwise doing good. How are you, Brayden? Uh, I am like the opposite of Ava. I got back at 3 a.m. last night from my, uh, from my, my visiting my grandparents and cousins and my great grandmother uh, turned a hundred. So hey, um, very, very, very slay of her. Um, she, 
was like, I don't know what all the fuss is. I don't know why anyone would want to turn a hundred. I can't remember anything. <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. Um, but it was fun. I, it was like a lot though. So I'm like exhausted. I needed a, like a real vacation. This was not that. Cause it's like 12, like a full day of travel Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, visiting family all day, like 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. visiting people and visiting is exhausting. And then another t- full day of travel. Um, first time I was in an airport for um, in four years. So that's crazy. That was an experience. Um, but it was fun. I'm just like tired. I called out of work this morning. Cause I, I was like, Hey bestie, my flight was delayed an hour. I is like, when I was going to get back at one, it was going to be fine. But now that I'm back at three, there is no way I'm coming into work at 10. Um, so that was nice. So I got to sleep in and then I just got back from the gym. Um, so yeah, we're doing all right. I also haven't finished drag race. I'm two episodes behind. Um, I've just been not had the energy, like not had the energy to watch just cause I want to be able to sit and enjoy it and not make it a chore. Yeah. Um, and like when I, when I am working like nine to 11, I'm like get home at 11. I just want to go to bed and I don't want to like try to keep myself up through drag race. So I also have to finish. Um, it was spoiled for me though. I feel like I know, like, part I of I haven't it. watched the finale, but I just, like, opened Instagram. That's the I thing. Was, like, like, also something I was highly expecting, so. There's only so many days I can stay off Twitter, and it's 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 zero. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Especially, especially when, when I'm traveling, and, like, the only thing to do in an airport is to scroll on Twitter and listen to podcasts. Yeah. So. Speaking of podcasts... Welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. This is a real episode this week. Uh, To clarify what's happening, we did take last week off. Um, We could not find Roman Holiday uh, for free. Um, So we decided we would just jump into House of Hades and not uh, prolong it. Um, Because it's an exciting book and we might as well. Um, Let us know if when we have an off week, if it was nice to re-release an old episode or we should just not release something. So DM us and tell us how you feel about that. Call um, in. Uh, call in. Always call in. We love to hear from you. Um, yeah, but we're starting House of Hades this week. This book is exciting. Um, this is my favorite book. Uh, this week we're discussing chapters one through four. Um about Hazel through the theme of persona. Um, Ava, would you like to take it away with a summary? (laughs) Would I ever? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One second, I need my phone. Okay. I can do the timer. I guess I can have to review then. Maybe? All right, I'm ready. Are you ready? You are. Three, two, one, go. Bruh, okay. <laughs> so, um, Sex of the Bang, Hazel POV, Grand. Um, 
uh, there's they're on the Argo too. Some something is um completely trying to destroy their ship, and they're like, "Do we wake the others up?" No, um, because apparently this happens all the time. Um, and so that's happening. It's a lot of processing. It's a lot of like, oh fuck, like um, Percy's not here right now. That sucks. He's the he is the sea and such. Um, and then, um, and then Hecate or Hecate or, um, Hecate, however the hell you want to pronounce it, pulls up and is like, yo, like, um, death. Oh my God. And also her dog is Hecuba and I have a lot to say about that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not your finest work, to be honest. (laughs) It's never good. I did like, um, and they're missing Percy and he's the (laughs) sea. Oh my goodness listen <laughs> i was a big fan of it you didn't yeah. share much about what happened but it was enjoyable well i think i got chapter one pretty well down that's true chapter one was a lot of recap though babe you didn't really need to go like chapter one was a lot of being like this is what happened in the last book yeah this is what happened in the last couple books but i did it anyways the horse is back <laughs> That was all of chapter one. I I, I do like chapter one was long and chapter four was long. The other two two was like horseback. Next chapter. Yeah. Yeah. I would actually like to say my song last because of that. And it's going to connect. Just I would like to go last. Okay. Okay. I also, before we jump into song, I do, we need to make a decision right here, right now. How are we pronouncing it? There's a lot of discourse on how to pronounce it. I, um, I've always said Hecate, but... Oh, that's <laughs> definitely wrong. <laughs> well, what is right? Um, Hecate seems to be the most, like, Greek way of saying it. I've heard all. I honestly don't care. <laughs> Me neither, but Hecate has always been like, how can we make it difficult? I've never... <laughs> I, the, I, we need to make a decision, though, because the internet has such discourse on this. And Hakate seems to be the one that makes people the least angry. Fine, we'll appease the masses. I'll say Hakate. Sure. All right. There we go. Now we've made a decision. Now what music <laughs> do we have? Um, mine, mine is for like the opening of the, the book. So I'll go first. Um, this is a little cliche, but like misery business. I don't know. We just like, oh, like we just like go right into it. And I think we needed something that went right into it. And I think um, I, I think that's just right. Like, we just jump right into an action scene, and this feels like a good song for that. And they're all misery, misery miserable. There we they go. all be misery. They, yeah. I mean, fair. I went the complete opposite way um, and chose Landslide by Fleetwood Mac because they're kind of feeling the the real adult responsibility of it all and how like terrifying that can be yes <laughs> yes so mine is a song called decided to break it by mariana's trench absolutely no comments on the band i it's literally been all i've been listening to i'm so sorry um but also it's a song that has nothing to do with the themes in here it's about betraying, like being betrayed. Because that's how I feel 
about how, how Hazel hasn't gotten to speak for herself in a goddamn minute. She was completely sidelined in the last book and she gets one POV finally for the first time in forever. And it's literally like 14 pages. Nothing. No, like a lot of important things happen, but why was chapters two and three like literally three pages long? I was furious. So I guess it would also kind of be a good fight song, but it doesn't matter. I'm mad. I like that you were like, this is how I feel. This is my... My song decides how I... And I'm sure Hazel's also feeling that. Being like, I have not been able to talk in so long. And now my POV is so short. Like, I get that it was... When I was reading it, I was like, why could this possibly be so short? And he was probably like, Hazel needs to talk about, like, setting up kind of the plot of this book on the other side of, like on the ship like the people who didn't fall in stars <laughs> but like like I, he probably understood like everyone wants to know what happened to Percy and Annabeth like as fast as humanly yeah comes. you do have to open the book like that so that's probably why they're really short but it still made me mad because that's the thing this is Hazel's book in yeah. a lot of ways like it is like we have the Percy and Annabeth Tartarus stuff but then the other half of it is hate so it's it's a Percybeth book in one half and it's a hazel book in the other half so mm-hmm. like okay i understand and why good that everyone yeah. wants to know what happens asap but i was mad yeah fair enough what were our favorite moments of these chapters freaking um um oh my god i've never felt <laughs> strongly about of my favorite moment okay um when hecate revealed like who her animals were and her dog was Hecuba. Bruh. Like I have, I have so, I, I am the number one Hecuba stan. I love her. I'm actually certain that you are. (laughs) Yeah. You do not. I wear that badge of pride. Listen, she, I, okay. In high school, I was like, Oh my God. Like, well, I watched Troy fall of the city. First of all, incredible cinema. Um, second of all, I I was kind of like re-exposed to how strong and like what an awful fate Hecuba had. And like I've just always been willing to go to bat for the Queen of Troy. Um, I think she's a girl boss and I love her to death and she's so strong and incredible. So Writes for Hecuba. Was so happy she pulled up in this book, even though she was a dog, but like still, she's here. And that was my favorite moment because I love her. I, I'm certain you're the number one Hecuba stan. Um, and I am happy to give that to you. Um, you. I was a... I mean, I love Hecate. I'm a big fan of her. Um, big slay. Uh, glad she showed up, finally. Like, she's just been like on the outskirts of these books for a while and like yeah. now she's here and I love it. Um, but we'll talk about more of her when we talk about the theme, I'm sure. But um, I also like the opening battle. I don't know why, like we just like learn that a little bit of time has passed, but like they've somehow like gotten a little better. Like they're all mad at each other, which is interesting. Like, and like there's the tension of Percy and Annabeth being gone, but like Leo has pimped out <laughs> the Argo too. And like it's fun to watch him play with his little gadgets. 
Mm. As like he he shakes his Wii remote and a giant fucking cannon. <laughs> like where did they have room for a cannon? How did he install a cannon in the meantime? But like I love a little battle scene. Mm. I love any any anytime like a show or movie like opens like mid fight. I'm like oh this is good. Yeah. Can we stop putting Nico through it though? Yeah. Not get a single break. He's always fighting. Like man, well, man's was asleep for a couple of months, so like, I'm sure he wants to do stuff now. He's been a little bored. (laughs) He's been a little bored. He's been a little hungry. (laughs) A little hungry. Only only pomegranate seeds. Uh huh. Um, I liked their reaction to the horse coming back. I thought that was so... Wait, I actually have to find it. I, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, it's like... Like Leo's specific reaction to the horse. <laughs> I don't know why. This isn't a sass moment, so I can't say it during that because it's not like it's not funny. Just Leo let out a happy whoop as the dust cloud got closer. It's her horse, man. You missed that whole part. We haven't seen him since Kansas. Like, so many things that didn't need exposition got that. However, the horse got some exposition. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. I do like that we, like, took the time to be like, this was the last time we saw him. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. It, Rick Rick really did say in these chapters, justice for horse girls. Yeah. He was like, this is the second best moment of my life. <laughs> 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 which is incredible <laughs> it's like okay that's so sad this is the second best moment of her life and she's had two <laughs> she's had only two good moments in her life it seems and that's no i would think she's had two lives yeah oh that too she has had two lives and in both of those lives she's the second best moment is that horse. I do have to say, Sorry. so Rick, Rick said justice for horse girls, but I'm going to say justice for Sammy because the hor- she ha- is more fond of that horse than she is of anyone else in her life in either of her lives. And <laughs> she said there were no good moments with Sammy. Nope. None of those are, are good moments. Just when ki- one time she kissed Frank mm-hmm. and then the horse coming back. Not even the first time she meets the horse. Just, <laughs> no, just the horse. That's so funny. Hazel's such an interesting character that for some reason, I guess Rick was like, she's so intriguing. I got to throw a little weird in there. She has to be kind of weird sometimes. <laughs> I, like, it is like she's OP. And that is what we learn in this book. Up till now, she's like, okay, she's got some cool like little metal stuff. Like mm-hmm. she makes the metal come. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's fun. But then this book, over the course of this book, we're like, she's also like the most powerful witch you've ever met. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they need to give her they she needs, needs to be the, humbled by being a horse girl. Yeah, is like you need to remind her that us that she's like 14 and she just really likes horses. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I've never liked horses particularly. So it's interesting to watch. Yeah. 
I'm not anti-horse. No, me neither, but I've never been a huge fan. No. I was always, like, horse girl adjacent, but it was never me, you know? You are horse girl adjacent. It was like, I was friends with horse girls, but it was never me. Yeah. Neither of you were cat girls, which is good. Actually, Neva's cat girl adjacent. You're not, like, in the way that Ava is horse girl adjacent, you are cat girl adjacent. What is cat girl? Am I missing something? You did not have cat girls? Brayden, actually, this is kind of unrelated, and this, <laughs> we should probably get back. Um, <laughs> is, the, is cat girl what I thought it was? Sorry, yes, I did. Cat girls um, are, like, the girls that really liked cats. Like, they they made it just, like, they had the same thing as their the horse girls, but they, like, really liked cats, and they wore, like, cat ears. This is, oh, always, this is I, like, I, sort of related but the other day Brayden texted me saying were you a big fan of the Suicide Squad soundtrack with no context by the way we were not having a conversation prior to that message he just sent that to me out of the blue and I literally went on the defensive immediately I was like no I didn't fuck you why do you think that I like (laughs) why do you think I like bad weird cringy things and he was like no it wasn't an insult I just (laughs) was wondering it wasn't an, an, an insult, but anytime I say I anything to you, any, like, <laughs> any view on my personality, I'm automatically like, fuck you, stop. No. <laughs> the, I, I am a fan of the Suicide Squad soundtrack. It's so, like, of its time. What's even on it? Um, Heathens. Oh, um, not close to the best twenty-one. Uh, what's I when I text you? I was listening to. There's a Skylar Gray song on it, and that's no, what I was no. listening to when I texted. It's oh, wreak havoc! Oh my god! It's like the it's the most. When did that movie come out? 2015, 2016, 2014. Oh. That's I need to know now. <laughs> I want to say twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Is came out in 2016, but it's a very 2014 movie. Mm-hmm. But it also it also gives 2016. It does. It gives is 2016 pre um pre election vibes. You know. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Did it come out pre election? That's a good question. What was the release date of Suicide Squad, <laughs> the first one? Um, not to be confused. August 1st, yes. So it was pre-election. Mm-hmm. Or August it was close, though. Yeah. It was like the last vestiges of that time period because that major cultural cult, cultural shift that happened of uh, November 2016 that put us on the dark path. Um <laughs> I still stand firm that cats 2019 put us on the dark path. I mean that put a, that that was a whole nother cultural shift. That gave us COVID. We did have like 2016 to 29, like the end of 2019 is also a very specific time period. Yeah. Just as much as 2013 to 2016 is a specific specific time period. Uh. <laughs> but I do think if Trump had not been elected, we would have got a Suicide Squad 2, not a reboot of the Suicide Squad. And I think that is almost a, a darker world to live in. <laughs> oh my God. 
Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back to talk about the theme of Persona. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, persona. Where do we see the theme in the chapters? I can start. <laughs> it looked like you were about to say something. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I will. You literally sat there for like three seconds going like... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Brady. Um, I would like to talk about uh, Hikate and uh, her being a triple goddess. Mm. Mm. I think it is interesting to... Um, we don't really dive into it a ton, but, like, Hikate is, like, the, like, prime triple goddess uh what is it called uh like stereotype or like uh no not uh template um where she has like the maiden mother crone thing going on um we see the triple goddess thing happen throughout a ton of mythology it is like it appears in North mythology. Oh my God. I am not speaking well today. Norse mythology. Um, it's a big, thick Celtic mythology. The Morrigan is like yeah. the other big, like triple goddess. Um, Hecate is interesting because sometimes she's broken into like Artemis, Demeter, Persephone as that like maiden mother crone kind yeah. of thing. Um, but sometimes she's her own, just three aspects of herself. Um, And I think it's interesting to have a character who is 20, not 2014, who is 14. Sorry, I got caught up in in the year. Who is 14 14 to like meet this character who is about different personas and embodying different aspects. And like Hazel is drawn not only she's not just making a choice about like what are they gonna do today (laughs) like there's a lot tied up in the the different like paths offered to her that present like different people that hazel could become yeah Ooh, i just like that yeah like her she's offered a choice that is like she can like be a coward in retreat. She but, can uh, she can choose to save her friends and let the rest of the world fend for itself. She can choose to be a self-sacrificing hero and like them all sacrifice themselves for the rest of the world. And but she also has like an in-between option that's like uh, I, <laughs> there's. Do you remember in um, 
Prisoner of Azkaban where they're reading the tea leaves and the one boy is like, you're going to suffer, but you're going to be happy about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and that's, that's what I, I think of <laughs> when um, that like option that Hazel cho- chooses is she's like, so you're going to suffer, but you're going to be happy about it. Like, okay. <laughs> Slay. But it's interesting. She like chooses to be a hero, but not in a self sacrifice like in a way that she's like willing to do stuff, but not willing to like sacrifice everything. And I think that's an interesting dynamic because sacrifice is interesting because they're being asked, like she is asking them, like is going to sacrifice one of them or two of them. Um, but also like the idea of like, if everyone is willing to sacrifice themselves, who is left to like be there, you know? True. Yeah. That's real. Those were my big ideas. He's got big ideas. I have big ideas. (laughs) I second them. Seconded. (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> okay. I mean, I have one thought. Um, spoiler alert, it's about Hecuba again. I think there's such a. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I just think about how, like, heartbreaking it would be to go from literally being the queen of Troy, like the queen of an entire region of. I think it's technically the Middle East. No. It's Turkey. I think that's where Troy is. Yes, yes, yes. I I think about, like, back then, like, what is it classified as in regards to... Who knows? We can't know. Whatever. Um, Like, how humbling... In a bad way. Like, humbling derogatory. It (laughs) must be to, (laughs) to, like, go from being the queen of Troy to a literal dog... Um, like it's, it already absolutely sucks to be like dragged out of your palace, kidnapped, um, while you watch, you know, your home go down in flames, whatever, whatever, um, Trojan war. Um, but I, I do think it's just a whole nother level to be like, well, you can come back, but is this like, but as a dog, it's like, is that even persona? Cause it's not even a person. Like, it's just, ouch. I don't know. I have no intelligent thoughts, but like. Why say a lot word and fewer do trick in the sense of Hecuba was queen of Troy. Now Hecuba dog, sad, heartbreaking, dehumanizing in the most literal sense. Yeah. yeah. I think these chapters really dive into something. I didn't think this book continues to dive into this, like something that Rick has been avoiding actually diving into. And is that like, ancient like Greek mythology has a lot about witches. Um, Like that's like a big thing and there's a lot of them. But um, every time Rick writes one, it's like, she was just a crazy woman (laughs) in like the least um, complex way. She's like, Cersei just wanted to turn people into hamsters and hate (laughs) men. And that's bad. 
which yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we all disagree with. And Medea is like, she just like hates people with the name Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, me with Pisces, like, even with, um, like Hazel's mom, like she gets a little more sympathy, but also I feel like Marie was also framed as like very crazy. And she's yeah. like briefly mentioned in these chapters too. But like, I feel like she gets like a little bit of sympathy in the sense of like, she, it, what am I trying to say? She isn't framed as crazy, but she's framed as like greedy and stupid. Yeah. We it's talked about this a lot. Not in nice chapter. either. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like this one, this chapter mentions her briefly to try and like recant some of that, but it's like, no, it was still like introduced to us that way. Yeah. I think what's interesting about this book is that Son of ne- Hazel's journey in Son of Neptune is her like dealing with her father's legacy and like mm-hmm. what it means to be a child of the God of, of death. And then this book is about her dealing with her mother's legacy and like wait my mother wasn't actually come like she wasn't a con artist she wasn't completely crazy like there was other stuff going on and like it's stuff that like she dealt with and now I have to deal with and like there that's where it gets interesting because it's like she had such a complicated relationship with her mother to say the least like that's something she hated about her mother and now like she has to learn to like deal with the same thing in herself and that's really interesting yeah. and like who does she want does she want to like embrace this as an aspect of her personality yeah yeah because i also think um persona is like about like what is projected not necessarily like who you are but like the the person that you project to the world oh yeah and i i think mm-hmm. these chapters really start to bring up like what the ways different like witches are seen and like how that they're they're perceived like you have the pole cat who's like she was a stinky witch (laughs) so funny (laughs) like the whole but like it's like oh she was like the person that gave the the impression that witches are ugly right it's Mm -hmm. like the whole like are you a good witch or a bad yeah. witch. Like, I've never, like, the whole Wizard of Oz, I've never seen a beautiful witch before. Yeah. Um, it's like, so it's all because of her, because she was ugly and stinky. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah. then Hecuba is like the other end of that. Like, she was a queen mm. of a, a nation state. Mm. And then, like, Hecate is like all of these things wrapped in one. Marie Levesque was both a con artist, which is like what's like a way to perceive witches as just or like fortune tellers as or people who like use magic mm-hmm. as like con artists, but also was tapping into something real. And there's the, the like tension there, and like Hazel is now realizing that she has this like potential, and is offered a bunch of different ways to like model herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. She has to choose. And also, like, I think she understands, but, like, the choice. Um, she's being pushed in 
like the it's choosing her overall persona but it's also that is made a lot more difficult by like kind of being pushed in the direction of like these are the natural attributes that like you have kind of gained from your mother and like now that you can understand that she's not crazy you have to reckon with the idea that like what of these things are good what of these things do you want to take from her what of these things do you want to leave and then like from there she's just I don't know if I'm making any sense but it's like she has multiple steps on this journey of like understanding who she is and how she wants to present herself um the first step I feel like has to do with with her mother and, and reckoning with that a little more but then it's it's all of these um people around her and how they're presenting themselves um I don't know she's I feel like she was just started over almost in this like journey of like finding herself. And it's just so like, it's crazy to watch. Yeah. Because her like last character arc was about her, like escaping her past and like breaking free of what she was defined by. Right. And now she's trying to define herself. Right. And like, that's the interesting thing about like a person's persona is it's kind of, it kind of is built off other people and other examples that you see in the world around you, like every person is an amalgamation of everything that they've consumed. Yes. Oh, if I think about that too much, my head starts hurting. No, I love that. That's like my favorite thing. <sighs> it is true though. Like, <laughs> like you, you <laughs> take- I want to be an individual. But I- it just means that everything I've ever liked is like a part of me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like we're, we're just like a quilt of all the things we've ever like looked up to and admired and stuff. Like all the, all the characters that you like attach to are like, you're not only seeing yourself in them, but you're like adopting the things that you like about them into yourself as well. I think is is like an interesting dynamic. Yeah. I love that. But also like how you see yourself is different than the way other people perceive you so like you can be intending to uh put out a persona but um it might not be what other people see it as all right uh we can do sass moments uh Eva? Yeah. Um, I do believe my sass moment was literally the beginning of chapter one. During the third attack, Hazel almost ate a boulder. Yep. Uh, my sass moment was actually the moment that Neve said earlier. So. Um, Damn. That's it. So that was easy this week. <laughs> um, Neve did have to skip out on our offerings today because she has to go, go to work and we all have very busy schedules that are hard to work around. So that is why um, we're, go- we're going to uh, hopefully record a little better the rest of the season. But summer has been very busy. Um, so, but we should have time soon to like bank some episodes and like get some fuller uh, episodes in for you. Um, but Ava and I will finish off with some offerings and votes off. Yes. 
<sighs> well, guess who? I mean, offering to my Trojan queen herself, I didn't know if I'd get a chance to ever give an offering to any of, like, I'm a Trojan War nerd. Okay, and I didn't know if I'd ever get the chance to give an offering to anyone who I like love and have sympathy for from the Trojan War, but now I am and never looking back. Fair enough. Slay Hecuba, slay. Slay. Um, my offering will be for um, Hazel because she deserves one. Actually, I'm going to give me this offering to Hazel, too, because I'm sure that's who she's going to give an offering for. It's true. (laughs) Um, Vote off. I'm voting off the polecat. Bad vibes. I kind of agree with that. Well, I don't know if she deserves to. Yeah, she does. Hygiene is important. Yeah. Yes, hygiene is important. She gave all witches a bad name. Yeah. Anti-slay. While I understand, like, you should be able to portray people of your your demographic, like, as their worst and not reflect poorly on them, I still feel as though she could have kept a little cleaner as a person. (laughs) So... Yes. Yeah, that's true. Like, no one person should be used as a monolith for their um, demographic. But... If you're so stinky that all witches get get stinky name, then um, stop being stinky. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> There's my intelligent uh, summary. Yes. Um, that is all for this week, folks. Join us next week where we'll be discussing now. There's five through eight through the theme of adjustment. And... Uh, Follow us on social media at Return to Camp on every platform. ReturnToCamp.com for more information. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Yas.